Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, kitchen chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the celebration of Women's Entrepreneurship Day. I'm Chicago's ambassador for this wonderful organization, and it's so exciting to be here with my co-host of Kitchen Chat, Chef Jamie Larita. Thank you, Margaret. And we are here in the beautiful... Middle Residential Showroom in the Merchandise Mart, Suite 137, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. Usually, Chef Jamie, we have these celebrations <laughs> in the showroom, and today we're virtually celebrating some amazing women in Chicago. But first, a little bit about Women's Entrepreneurship Day organization. It was founded by Wendy Diamond, who is such a great businesswoman, and she has helped empower through this organization 144 countries, their ambassadors, helping 250. 50 million children and girls, inspiring them with all of the wonderful programs and um, things going on. Wow, so grateful to be here with you and our team in Chicago. Woohoo, the Windy City. Especially our incomparable, amazing, tireless ambassador, Margaret McSweeney. And thank you so much to Viking for supporting us and our movement. Margaret is driving and representing Women's Entrepreneurship Day's mission in your amazing city. And it is so important for us today to celebrate. I'm Wendy Diamond, and I am thrilled to be here today to celebrate with you Women's Entrepreneurship Day organizations. We do. In 2013, I knew if we could create a simplified movement to uplift the 4 billion women on the planet, to create better futures for themselves and ultimately achieve gender equality. We can do it. Seven years later, I am proud to say the We Do movement is stronger than ever. We have an army of over 300 global ambassadors who are volunteers and leading and celebrating our movement in 144 countries. We are empowering women and girls to become active participants in the economy by igniting a network of women leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs to initiate startups, drive economic expansion, and advance communities around the world. Sounds like an amazing, amazing organization. It is. And today we are honoring some wonderful women here in Chicago. The theme for the celebration is creativity and chaos redefining the art of business. And there's been a lot of chaos, but I'm so inspired by what these women have been able to accomplish. Yeah, really. you know, and it's a great time for uh, creation, actually. I think these times, Margaret, breeds creativity. I mean, it's like when we're down, we tend to go up. And these women surely are great examples of moving and growing upward. Yes. Cynthia Rowley, Chicago's own. It's so exciting to see her accomplishments. And you'll be inspired by her experiences and, yes. and tips. Yes. I mean, Cynthia is like so deserving, folks, of this award. I'll never forget that kitchen chat we had with her in the New York City showroom. Yes. We still have to go surfing. And she mentioned that, Jamie. She says hello, <laughs> and she wants us to go surfing with her sometime. I don't know. Still trying to get my nerve up for it's that. <laughs> but let's honor Cynthia Rowley. 
Well, Cynthia Rowley, it is so exciting to see you and to honor you. Such an honor to honor you on Women's Entrepreneurship Day. Thank you so much. This is a huge honor. Oh, this is such an unusual time right now. I like to call this um, creativity and chaos, redefining the art of business. Has COVID impacted you? How have you navigated through this? I mean, the way you describe it, creativity and chaos are the perfect two perfect words and maybe throw in pivot and reinvention and, you know, other things like that. But I just feel like what it's done for my businesses, things that I had the instincts about, you know, early on, maybe a couple of years ago or even even longer, things that I felt evolving in business and, and particularly in fashion. What this has done is just step on the gas. It just, we just sped up all, you know, these things that were sort of in the works, you know, the way retail has changed, the way um, wholesale, department store sales, licensing, like all these things, it just sped us up. And, you know, I think being nimble, being a company that can sort of react pretty easily and lean into things that are working and get, you know, like remove ourselves from things that are, could become liabilities. I think that that's been the key really. I think it's really exciting. And I know that it's a struggle for a lot of people. And it was, it's a struggle for us. Like in mid March, I was like, okay, well, that was a nice career I had. And it was fun. And I guess I'm done. And, you know, that was, and then basically like the next day I was like, no, Cynthia, get your shit together. It's going to be fine. (laughs) All the things that your gut has been telling you to do, you're just going to do, and you're going to do it faster and more than you ever would have done before. And, and we did it. And very quickly, very early on, we started to see big gains in our, um, DTC business. And it really has been knockwood like better than 2019. And in, oh. in, in most of our, uh, you know, in our core business. So it's pretty exciting. Yes. And so what do you think the biggest change in how you conduct business has been? Have things just gone virtually, even what happens with the runway shows? It was such, so much fun to, to see you on the runway in New York. I can't believe that was earlier this year in February. I know that I actually looked, just saw a picture yesterday um, during this thing I was doing of our September show where we had 1,400 people packed on the street, you know, in New York City street. And just seem normal, you know? And then again, in February, we were still going through the motions because it felt like that's what, that's what fashion is, you know, pack as many people as you can in a room and have models walk, you know, left, right, left, right, left, right. Show the clothes. And it's just not, you know, the irony that we're in a business where newness is the the most important thing in originality and like there couldn't be anything less new than a runway show in fashion, you know? So 
I think things like that, you know, it, it really forced a lot of designers to become, to think about more original ways to show their work. And, um, and so, so I think reinventing the way that we show our work was a major thing, but then also the timeline is it would, it never made sense to me why are, and, it, and there were all these things that, you know, hiccups where you show, put on a runway show and the images go out to the world and you want everyone to see those. And yet they can't buy anything that you're showing. And then by the time you, they can buy it, they've already seen it six months ago. And they're like, well, that's old news, you know? So the, that kind of like, lot very logical uh you know uh inefficiency in the industry was only kind of like for me now really forced you know it really forced my hand to show do a video we did a video highlighting all the um restaurants in new york that had you know, built these outdoor seating areas and we found a, this band that was just formed and out playing um, on the streets in New York. And I just wanted to highlight that moment because I thought that this may be like a once in a lifetime, I hope, where, you know, people are forced to do what they have to do to survive. And that includes all these New York City restaurants, musicians and um and and fashion designers too and so we made a video and we um then uh the everything that we showed on the video we had available for sale within two weeks so yeah so we had already we had been making so it just makes more sense you know to like these a more truncated timeline for showing what you're actually selling, you know, do being more creative with the way that you present your work and at the same time, creating more content and then having a more direct communication with your audience through social media and e-com blasts and marketing that is, you know, really something that we're creating and then we're able to control. I think it's boiled down to a lot of it is really about control, controlling your inventory, controlling your, the conversation in a way and listen, being able to listen and, and, you know, being as creative in this chaotic time i mean i love chaos actually i love chaos i I admit it people have said that to me through the years (laughs) to me that's like what creates uh you know that that's what stirs the creativity for me so i like that you paired those two things oh and you have always been outside of the box creative uh with your fashion presentations with the the roller skating for a runway show yeah yeah i think they're you know i mean our our kind of dna always has a sportiness to it so whether it's roller skates surfing 
I have a little surprise up my sleeve that will come out in about six months. You'll see that's another sport. And, um, and so that's always, you know, that's always part of it, the activity part of it. And the, really the fun part, like, even if you're all dressed up, why shouldn't you be able to put on a pair of roller skates and go have a good time? I love that. Well, one day on my bucket list is to get the courage to go surfing with you. Oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and I know Jamie wants to do that, too, with us. Oh, my God. That's my life. I was very, very, very cold Montauk Ocean last Saturday and uh, loved every minute. Oh, that is great. Well, do you have any top tips and advice for those women entrepreneurs out there at the beginning of their career and even those who are established? What would you recommend? I mean, tenacity is really like key. In every way, you know, somebody says, no, you figure out a different way. Somebody, you ask someone and they don't answer, you don't get an answer. You keep asking until you get an answer. Sometimes you'll get the answer you want. Sometimes you won't, but at least you get an answer and you know, it's done, you know, and then you find another way. And I just, I think that that is part of it. It's like the do it or die trying kind of, uh, you know, mentality. And that's, you know, that's why I think don't start a business or do something unless you're so passionate about it that you're willing to do anything and everything it takes to see it through. Idea, vision, execution, repeat, I think is sort of what I think about I love that. And also how you and your daughter work so closely together, too. We we do. We have a good time. I mean, she has her own thing, but like we do come together and we do a podcast called Ageless, which is really fun. And it was really just started because we needed a time for us to get together and talk. Right. So we, she, Kit does inspire me a lot. And she, I think expected way she keeps me young but in an unexpected way i keep her young so that's sort of the premise of our pod yes oh i love that you know you're mentoring as a mom as well for for an entrepreneur and so can i just say because here we are um what probably the highlight of my day and also, you know, I think, I mean, let's just also talk about optimism and always kind of like trying to see the positive side of things, even though, I mean, you have to, as an entrepreneur, you have to think about that. You have to always be like, okay, this is not going to get me down. I got to do what I got to do, <laughs> like get your shit together and go for it, you know, and just mo power through and get it done. But I think, you know, always trying to see sort of like a glimmer of hope and, and light in a situation is really important. And I was going to say one of the highlights of my day every day. And since we have been, you know, really on lockdown um, is cooking with Kit every day. We just 
love it. Like we've already talked today, like what's our recipe? And she's like, maybe a little breakfast or dinner thing where we can have smoked salmon, you know, and like we get so excited about grocery shopping and new spices. And, you know, I just think like being as creative in every part of your life and finding the joy in the small things and the simple things and positive optimism and, you know, as many things as you can, I think that's important. I think it's, it's actually being an entrepreneur, like the idea of the entrepreneurship is based on optimism because you're starting something and you're willing to do what it takes to build it and grow it with the hope that it's actually going to become what you're, what you dream it will. So I think it's like without optimism, you almost can't be entrepreneurial. I love that ingredient, optimism. Oh, and speaking of ingredients, a, of optimism, <laughs> a cup of optimism, a pinch of hope. <laughs> I love that. And I think you will have a cookbook, you and Kit, soon. It was Jamie and I had so much fun having a kitchen chat with you and the oh, showroom, Middleby fun. Showroom in New York. He's yes. glass. You guys are a great team. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you so much for sharing your recipe today for success and how you've navigated through everything. And we honor you today. Oh, this uh, through- so nice. Lovely and so nice. Oh. And uh, hometown girls. Take the girl out of Barrington, but you can't take Barrington out of the girl. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Being thankful for everything is also another ingredient, I think. Yes. Yes, it is. But we all celebrate you. Happy Women's Entrepreneurship Day, Cynthia Rowley. We'll make sure everyone visits your website, CynthiaRowley.com. Yes. And thank you so much. for everything. What a fun celebration honoring these great women entrepreneurs of Chicago. Thank you for helping. Are you celebrate. kidding? It's my pleasure. I mean, all of these women are these pillars of inspiration and success. Every single one of them is not only a friend, mm-hmm. but an inspiration. I mean, I can't even think of better candidates. I know. Such such an honor to honor you, dear women entrepreneurs. And I want to encourage those who are listening and out there, don't be afraid to pursue your dreams. You can find the inspiration through other women and also men. Yes. You know, it's just not like hey, women. You know, we're good for something. <laughs> and it's it's always great to network. You've heard a lot of the tips from these women about networking and then helping others along the way. So please celebrate Women's Entrepreneurship Day. Check out the wonderful website as well for great resources. And also always remember to take a moment and savor the day thanks for joining margaret for kitchen chat today margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info where you'll enjoy podcasts blogs recipes tips from chefs and even great giveaways she invites you to share your recipes and kitchen stories too as margaret always says savor the day